this is Splice. Um, okay, so uh, seven minutes past the hour now. Um, that's, let's formally kick this off. Uh, just so that everyone can get on with their with their Fridays. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is a weekly uh, chat room that that Richard and I put out. Uh, we are, uh, I think, this is our sixth week doing this now. Uh, I think it is. Absolutely love this. It's a great way for us to, to get in touch with the community, see what's going on. Uh, we're recording this, and we're going to make this publicly available on our website uh, for those of you who can't join us live. Uh, we obviously want everybody here to speak openly about what they're seeing in the industry, but if you want to be taken off the record, let us know, and we'll edit you out in post. Otherwise, this recording is going to go out on the on the internets as uh, as we have it uh, right after this recording. So also put yourself on mute if you're not speaking. Remember to unmute yourself when you speak. Uh, this is a conversation, not speeches, and we would love to hear your questions as well. Rashad. Hey, we're really, you know, uh, uh, we're excited to have uh, Effie here, uh, Effie Mariani. Um, thanks for joining us, Effie. You're standing Hello. in your uh, outside your house listening to the birds, I heard. Yeah, just now a, a plane just passed, so I muted uh, for a few seconds. Oh, sports yeah. sport planes, technology Not gets kind in of the way plane. of everything. <laughs> hi, Rishad and Alan, and hi, everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy uh, to be here, and uh, thank you, Splice, for uh, setting up this uh, regular regular uh, voice chat on Telegram. It's It's... It's great, I think. It's something new that that we're like interested in in knowing how, how will it work for a community. Hey, we we uh, Alan and I, you know, do this because we're fans. Uh, we're seriously big fans of the work that you know journalists and media startups do uh, in, especially in this part of the the world. You know, we're always learning from from you. So this is just our excuse to learn. From from you, tell us about <laughs> tell us about your exciting new project, Multatuli. Uh, yeah, it's called Project Multatuli. Maybe if some of you would 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 uh, realize that it has something to do with like we we got our inspiration from a Marshall project, but we just like use uh, replace Marshall with Multatuli. Multatuli is uh, the pen name of Edward Dovesdecker. He's a Dutch. Uh, a Dutch guy who uh, wrote uh, a book called Max Havelar and Pramudiana Natur is a Indonesian author once wrote on the New York Times, I think, calling Max Havelar is the book that killed colonialism. So that's the spirit we, we want to uh, adopt in our project. Uh, our project is a public service journalism initiative and we want to serve uh, like the marginalized uh, so that's how the name multatuli uh, uh, works in our project and 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 thank you for having me again so this is something that that I know you've been working on for for a few months now I think when we first started talking about this uh, last year wasn't it uh, that was when you were about to leave the Jakarta Post, where you've been the managing editor there. Uh, you and, and some colleagues were thinking about how to start a, a media company around, uh, you know, some, something that's 
that's uh, that focuses on the ideals of public journalism. Uh, can you explain how that journey started for you? Um, why, you know, why why did you leave the Jakarta Post to, to basically set this up? Yeah. Okay. So when when uh, we talk about um, some friends, uh, like in the at the beginning, it was only three of us. Uh, we talk about it when uh, the Jakarta Post began to like announce in August 2020 that they will cut. Uh, seventy percent of the workforce to survive, and uh, because of the pandemic, and we're thinking that oh, uh, journalism is shrinking in Indonesia, and we also heard uh, same news from other media outlets in Indonesia, like Suara Pembaruan closed their operation, right, and. Other media outlets are also planning uh, a cut. So we were thinking that, oh, okay, I want to continue uh, to become a journalist, to be a journalist. And at that time, uh, there was some sort of like a war of attrition at the Jakarta Post. Uh, and personally, for me at the time, I couldn't grow anymore so um for me is to find somewhere else uh, to be to grow but also at the same time we see that there's a there's a problem in indonesian journalism it is uh controlled by eight large groups like ross tapsel's uh, research uh revealed uh, the, and these eight large groups are controlled by uh, columnists or, or the oligarchs who are like is very politically wired. And the other that don't are not controlled by the oligarchs are tend to tend to work on a market driven operation. And I have to thank also Splice Beta for for giving me a lot of insight when I decided to like okay when i couldn't grow in one place maybe i could just like make make my own space to grow right so i dig into neiman lab i dig into uh splice and i watch a lot of videos i read like tons and tons of references and uh interestingly i learned that venture capitalists probably would not be at least for us at the time would not be the the best path for us to pursue and one friend uh who is one of the co-founders ari hermawan uh he, he graduated from arizona university and there he learned about public service journalism and he mentioned like oh let's do something like propublica in the u.s and we were like, okay, because we want to do slow journalism, if we took the venture capitalist path, um, we probably have to like uh, build up a, a, a large newsroom and churning out links, 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 like maybe 100 a day. So we didn't, so we, we apparently chose to like, okay, we do, we do public service journalism. We make sure we don't get money from the oligarchs. We make sure we are not, uh, operating under market-driven principle, which is like creating links with armchair journalism, 
which is like has been a problem in Indonesia apparently. So we decided, okay, then uh, let's uh, let's do something like this. But and then the big, big, big question at the time was like, how will we become sustainable? Right? That's like the scary, the scary word for us. So uh, people people ask us, okay, so um, how's the business model? How when will you stop relying so much on um, big donors? For example, that's like the big questions we are we are trying to answer at the moment. I wonder Sorry. sometimes. Um, I wonder sometimes, Effie, that uh, there is actually uh, a middle path, and I think that can be that can be actually solved um, when when you clarify your your mission, uh, perhaps to to the venture capitalist. I mean, you know, it makes me think of um, the Ken in, in Bangalore, in India, who, um, I mean, they're venture funded, uh, they're successful, they're, uh, they're profit-making orga news organization, and they do one single story a day. Mm. So perhaps it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an, uh, you know, the approach is perhaps to find the right kind of funders. It's not funders that choose you. It's you who choose where your where the quality of your money comes from, perhaps. Um, but you know, I wanted to go back to another uh, point that you made uh, about you know your collaborators and your allies. Um, how did you find your allies? How did you find all these co-conspirators? Was it uh, you know, tell us about all the people that you're surrounded with. We're looking at, you know, I'm looking at your website and these seem like, I mean, this seems like a, a star cast of amazing people. Uh, these these people have come from such varied backgrounds, such, such rich experience. How did you, was it shared mission? Was it, uh, or what brought you together? yeah um i don't know i mean like i realized that um that that's our biggest asset at the moment we receive already even when we haven't started our website we already receive to to quite um, big well not relatively okay like i mean enough for us to start more than enough for us to start from journalism grants for, from two, two institutions. One of them is Yayasan Kurawal. And it's, and yeah, I think they trust us because of those names, right? So I, I'm not sure how, I mean like, it's just like, like almost like a bunch of friends who, because of the pandemic, never meet offline. Can you imagine? It's like since since December, November, December, and then I resigned from the Jakarta Post in January, and then February, March, April, we talk almost entirely online, like friends who already have like like the same wavelength, and like we we didn't we didn't argue that much. We already agree. Okay, this is a problem. Uh, of eight groups controlling our media industry and their oligarchs and uh, democrat democratic regressions in Indonesia. We need we need a media outlet, a journalism initiative that really, really makes sure uh, 
that we will uh, continue that uh, ensure that our first allegiance is to the, to the public. We we have the same wavelength already. So I was just like, for example, when I uh, Ahmad Arif is one of the founders, and he's uh, he's very respected in his field in journalism, right? So I just called him, and like it was like probably an hour call, maybe less, like half an hour. And I told him like, uh, "Hello, we were thinking of like, I, I already knew him, right?" But and then I said like, "We're we're thinking of." build building this journalism initiative this will be public service journalism and he's already like really like immediately clicked like okay okay this is good okay i'll help you and uh fahri came before that uh fahri was like uh fahri salam is from tirto.id and tirto i respected tirto very much fahri i knew from our collaboration that won sopa award uh that reveals the sexual abuse so so fahri for me is like a very great uh, colleague that uh, we click uh, a lot during the, the collaboration that won SOPA Award. So I talked to him a lot and then uh, I told him like, uh, we were thinking to uh, build this, what do you think? And he said, okay, um, I'm thinking the same too because uh, I'm kind of tired of having to like churning out links, churning out content. Uh, I want something uh, different. I want journalism to be slower and deeper. So that's how we uh, we got together. And then from three to five, and then to six to seven is like uh, each of us like say, hey, uh, a friend of mine is interested in what we're doing. And he's like this and that, and and can can he join? And we're really open as long as we are on the same page. And that's it. We are now, I think, eighteen people now. That's a lot of people. Oh. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, most it, of them volunteers. <laughs> it sounds like a. We, we, a, don't, a we don't get paid at all. <laughs> no, it's. I can imagine how how hard it must be to, to manage everybody. In a way, this is like a a refugee center for. For journalists who got tired of um you know of, of the work that's been done in this space right exactly um, exactly <laughs> yeah when, when, when you look at the kind of stories that, that you want to do and the plans that you have for this what what do you feel like you can cover here uh that you couldn't have done at, at say the jakarta post or or other places that you worked at previously uh sorry could, could you please repeat um yeah what 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 do you feel uh you could do in terms of stories that you couldn't have done in other places uh, that you had worked at? Yeah, um, slower stories that take two weeks or even more to do. Uh, and not having to like in the meantime to fill in the website with other stuff. That's the hardest, I think. And now at Project Multatuli, we can just like uh, pace ourselves uh, accordingly to our capacity. At the moment, uh, only we the paying staff, pay, paying members, paid members in, in uh, from the 18 is only like maybe about eight people, I think. And most of us work part time. 
So uh, we received our first salary yesterday. <laughs> we were so happy. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the volunteers were like, oh, sorry. Sorry, just like, uh, I mean, you're so kind and do not get paid for all your hard work and, and, and great stuff. Uh, and then we also carefully select our contributors from the regional contributors and we can pay them and we can ask them to cover something for two or three weeks that's a luxury a luxury we 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 cannot get so for example i can send someone to live in a kampung in jakarta for two weeks without being worried about having to to fill in the website with other stuff you know what i mean like i can just like focus on one by one on on several stories and we can do a special report that will run a year long our first journalism grant is for indigenous people and the environment and that special report will run for a month long and we only we promise only to like uh at least we do once a month one story a month well in reality it's more like we we can uh, in reality we can we can do three to four a month i think like once a week that's that's a luxury we cannot get at other 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 media and we don't have to think about you know day-to-day -day. website have to be like oh we have to do something like today you know so that's that's something that I don't think I can find in in other places. So Effie, I wanted to ask you um, uh, about the other side of of the journalism you're doing, which of course is is the um, is the audience. And I'm excited to see uh, that you have an audience development consultant listed in your staff. Uh, What's how's that going? Um, I love that you're doing stories on indigenous people and the environment, or that you're doing, you know, you're being able to uh, have the luxury, as you said, of not just paying your folks, but paying them to be perhaps embedded in their areas of operation for up to a year, which is exciting. I mean, we know what kind of journalism that can produce, but how um, so far, and I know this is a young project. How's how's this going with the audience? What's what's the uh, reception like? Yeah, uh, this is very young. We launched our website on May twenty first, and we launched our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook on May third. Right, so it's been not yet a month even for for our uh, social social media platforms. So far, we we uh, we have almost 4,000 followers on Twitter, and I think more than 1,000 already in Instagram, which is, we're really happy about that. Uh, the problem is on Twitter is they might like our posts, like Twitter posts, like tweet, our tweets, but it doesn't mean they will click. Although I'm quite happy with, with with the page views so far because i know that this is not news that are easily digested this is not news with provocative words in the in the in the heading right so uh 
and I'm also kind of like first want to want to see it first how would they react so we're doing audience research uh yayasan kurawal are very concerned about sustainability so kurawal told us do audience research we which we welcome very much like like uh we really need that kind of uh research right so we're going to do it in june uh next month hopefully a survey and also focus group discussions to know more about uh what the audience think about uh this kind of uh, journalism like public service journalism uh this is something we kind of like mm, i always tell our friends like my colleagues that hey we 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 are a work in progress like a lot of things we don't know a lot of things to experiment so i also kind of uh, curious about how would people receive news that is like um foregrounding the marginalized i mean no one wakes up in the morning and say hey i need an information about marginalized people right so i, I love i love how level-headed you are effie and, and how <laughs> honest you are about about approaching this it's amazing right that, that most of us have gone through our careers in in media all those years and never once asked these types of questions yeah, so we we realized that hey, uh, I, I'm also one of the cohorts at the City University of New York, right, with with Tan Moy, and they repeat this sentence a lot, tough times that it's ingrained in my mind, right? Journalists often write something really great and confidently say, "Oh, people will love this. People will love this." But I learn from the case from the great story uh, uh am i uh am i saying it right the great story uh dot com i think great story dot com is that right oh this and is the, the cnn one so, yes yes, yes. Yeah. yeah the great big story that, yes. that's right, right? Great yeah. big story. and also the english version of the correspondent they have great 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 content right it is very expensive i can imagine but they close they they have to shut shut down their operation right so so for me it's not 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 enough to just say hey we're cool journalists we are very respected in our field we will we will give you uh uh, uh news or in-depth and research base and uh, with data and la 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 and you'll love it i'm sure we cannot say that anymore right because people go to youtube to watch Diwan makan bakso, right? Have you ever heard of that video? I was like too amazed. It's it's about a boy who eats meatballs, and that's it. That's it. And millions, millions of people watch a boy eating ba uh, meatballs. And <laughs> you know that's uh, my kind of news story. You know, I yeah. like I like meatballs. Uh, we're going in the right direction here. I, I like that other people also like meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 know what I mean, right? Good content is not content is not king anymore, right? So we have to think uh, to find ways to reach out to our audience, to to ask them what they want, and to involve them more actively. 
that's why in in in, in my course at the CUNY, Ariel Zirulnik is uh, is one of the teachers, and I'm now treating membership puzzle project handbook like a bible. Is <laughs> uh, is how to make this works. And one thing I realized is in Indonesia we don't have the ecosystem. We don't have the ecosystem to get audience revenue up to thirty percent. I'll be happy if we get five percent from membership. I'll be very happy. So I'm thinking that oh no, we have to build the ecosystem first. Media literacy, telling people, telling young people that hello, good journalism is not free. If it's free, it's like the oligarchs are paying for them, or a market, a uh, uh, market in some kind of like a mysterious algorithm driving the the agenda. So it's not exactly free, right? So we have to tell um, the audience in Indonesia that if you want good journalism that really works for you, we have to uh, innovate. We have to make something new together with the audience. So that's that's the big big task uh, we have to do if we want to get enough audience revenue in Indonesia. It's because Indonesians think that news are supposed to be free, and they don't have to support. Uh, it's not easy to get subscribers. I mean, I experienced that in the Jakarta Post. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. We yeah. we've spent too many years subsidizing uh subsidizing journalism you know with advertising and sponsorships and i guess now we subsidize it with grant money um but yeah it would be so wonderful to see journalism as an actual service i mean hey you want water you pay for it you want uh, electricity you pay for it we're not paying millions and millions of of ringgit or dollars but we are we're paying for it because we see it as as a necessity and I think great journalism uh, is, in fact, that kind of public necessity uh, and, and service, right? So, yeah, I think we've got a long way to get there to, to re-instill that value, right, in our journalistic product. Yeah, long, long, long way. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I'm, like, asking uh, other independent media, small independent media in Indonesia to collaborate, like, sit together. And we already met twice, and the conversations were really great. They they all struggling with sustainability as well. And so we 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 think that it, it is necessary to campaign for independent media. Like, independent media is cool, and uh they need your support to young people because i mean i'm uh, no offense to older people but <laughs> not but, taken <laughs> but i'm older myself but young people i imagine that they don't have any money right now but in 10 years they become white collar workers probably maybe uh it will be like an investment for independent media in five years maybe I don't know. So yeah, you're right, Richard. It's a long <laughs> way to go, but we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, at this point, I mean, we're we're slightly running over our, our time here. Uh, can I just <laughs> get some questions? No, no, no. It's perfect. Uh, let's get some questions from from uh, from the community here. Anyone want to unmute yourself and uh, and ask Effie a question? 
Um, I, I guess I get asked a question. Um, how has um, your membership or support base, like um, how have you seen it grow and have you been tracking um, the, the growth since you started? Uh, yeah, hi Deborah, we, we haven't started. So we, we want to start probably in, in, in August um, or September. So our first step is to, to do the, the audience research. In that research, we want to ask, uh, are you willing to pay? How much, if yes, how much? And then how about, I'll give you these perks, like uh, do, you, do you want umbrellas and t-shirts or, or a chance to sit in our reader advisory panel, for example, or, or if you pay this amount of money for us annually and get a chance to uh, get a chance to uh, be in our roundtable uh, editorial meeting regularly, uh, would you be interested in paying more uh, membership? Like be part of our, our, our movement, for example. Uh, so that those are the kind of questions we want to ask. So about growth, uh, I'm 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 hopeful, but I'm not setting up the target too 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 high too because I know it's really tough. And uh, new narrative has an institutional membership, right? I'm 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 going to copy that that move, <laughs> Deborah. It's it's good, it's great. I think institutional membership is 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 I think. Uh, I think maybe easier to 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 get. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can share uh, with us uh, your experience. Yeah, I'd be happy to. And um, I I actually wrote something for Splice on audience research. So uh, and I'd be happy to chat with you further if you if you want um, about about some of our audience research. Um, we do have institutional memberships, but we we haven't we don't have a lot of institutional members at the moment. We have a I think four at the moment um, and their universities. Um, we're hoping to really grow that, um, especially since we've improved the search function on the website. But yeah, it, it, it's, it is still kind of hard to get institutional memberships. I think um, Frontier, Myanmar, um, they have, you know, they have institutional memberships that might be a better sell, but you know, th that requires them to create a sort of different product I believe for their institutional members. So, yeah, it's still. I mean, we we have that, but it's still. It's it can still be a tough sell. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that information. Yeah. No problem. And yeah, if you want to DM me, I'm happy to talk further about like what we've done with with research and stuff like that. See, this yeah. is what exciting sure, sure. is when when people get together and and go off and do stuff together See, <laughs> yes this is why this this is why we're excited about this community hey and that said um we usually like to keep these things about 20 minutes or so but i think we all got excited i know i did i know alan did yeah, absolutely um, but we're gonna have to wrap up this party uh thank you for for joining us this morning guys thank you uh effie this was so exciting and i can't wait to see what uh, multa tuli does next thank you richard and alan and deborah and uh kantar suzuki hello
Hello, Cantaro. <laughs> Hello, Cantaros, uh, and 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 goodbye, everybody. Uh, thanks <laughs> Bye. for coming. Bye. Everybody. Bye. 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 This is place.